Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed and real wood smoke, real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, that was over quickly. Welcome to the program, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, the next three hours. Hope you can stay with us. You can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. And as always, our stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of The Dan Patrick Show. Also, sign up for the newsletter, Dan Patrick Show newsletter, available at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, every single day of the week. Sign up, go to danpatrick.com, put in your email address in the box that slides out, bottom right corner, you're good to go. You get a recap of the show every single day. Uh, Let's see, we say hello if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you, our streaming partner, or listening on our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. Over the last decade, we've become accustomed to the SEC dominating college football. And after this year's bowl season, the SEC's control over the sport remains pretty evident. Since they started the new format, that was in 2014, the SEC is 10-1 and in semifinal games. And that doesn't even include Georgia's performance against TCU last night. The Bulldogs, now the eighth team in history to go back-to-back. Some of the quarterbacks who have gone back-to-back with now Stetson Bennett, the sixth quarterback since 1970 to start for back-to-back national champions. Let's uh, go around the room and guess. This is since 1970, these quarterbacks have won back-to-back national titles. You're going to get two of them, maybe three of them. Stetson Bennett is the sixth. Paul, I, had, I had that one. You had Stetson Bennett? Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. All right. You lead one nothing. Marvin? Tommy Frazier? Tommy Frazier. I mean, you and Seton are tied. Paulie? A.J. McCarron? All right. It's uh, Everybody's got one. Now it's Fritzy. Mr. Matt Leinart. Yes. Okay. Now it's getting interesting here. So Matt Leinart, Stetson Bennett, A.J. McCarron, Tommy Frazier, and there are two more. You're not going to get them. Give us a decade. The 70s. That takes Chris Leak out of it for some reason. Chris Leak of Florida is out of there. So it's not Blake Sims. Blake Sims, no, he's not in there either. I could give you the school, and you probably... That would be embarrassing, but do it. I'm going to give you both Uh, schools, and I don't think you're going to get either quarterback. Nebraska and Oklahoma... 
back-to-back national titles. Yes, Paul. Jamel Holloway? No. Oh, I loved him. Anybody else? Well, that's nice, but he didn't win back-to-back titles. Anybody else? Uh, Kale Gundy? (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, Gundy's a good name for Oklahoma, the whole state. Are you okay there? (laughs) Gundy. I'm trying to. I'm fishing. I'm fishing for anything. (laughs) Okay. Um, Neither did much in the NFL. One of the players might have played uh, for Green Bay. That's embarrassing. Yes, it is. Uh, One quarterback uh, went back to back in 1970 and 71. The other quarterback went back to back in 74 and 75. You're not going to get it. Steve Davis at Oklahoma. Yes. And Slinging Steve Davis. Jerry <laughs> Jerry Taggy. Yeah. Jerry Taggy of Nebraska. Jerry, jumping yep. Jerry Taggy. Jumping Jerry. Yeah. Taggy. Yeah. I apologize. Yep. You almost had it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Pat Forty of Sports Illustrated, he, he uh, was tweeting at halftime saying, maybe Georgia could do an inter-squad game and, uh, in the second half, and that might be a little bit nicer, and then you could send TCU on their way. Wow, that's not nice. Yeah. Well, what school is going to be TCU next year, and then will the bowl committee go, no, we're not going to do this. We're going to wait till we expand in 2024 to 12 teams. We're not going to go down this road again. But... If you're going to sit here and go, oh, TCU never should have been in there, you should have said that prior to the start of the game, right after they beat Michigan, when the playoffs were set. And maybe you did. Maybe some people did. But when Michigan lost to TCU, then everybody was like, well, I don't know. When the line came out, and it was 10 and a half, 11 and a half, 12 and a half, you know, then I was like, uh-oh. This could be uh, danger territory here. If if Georgia scores a couple of touchdowns, can TCU match them? And the answer was no. TCU, uh, great season. Good for first quarter. When it was 17-7, they got the ball back, and I thought, you got to score. If you don't score, so the difference between 17-14 or 24-7 against that Georgia team, huge. And then all of a sudden, it just went south and continued to go south. Yes, Paul. Which fan base do you think is more upset today? Ohio State, because they really think they should have been there. A couple injuries, a couple calls late. They, Ohio State had a really nice first Ohio week. State was better than Georgia that day, and Kirby Smart even acknowledged that. Or Alabama fans who are six points away from being undefeated going into the college football playoffs. They lost two games by a total of six points. Mm. I would say Ohio State because they went toe-to-toe with the national champs and should have beaten them. Here's Kirby Smart on the greatness of Stetson Bennett. And I'm going to tell you another important day was about three days from right now last year when he came in my office and he said, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to come back or ride off in the wind. He goes, I don't understand. Everybody's telling me that I should just ride off in the sunset and be the legendary quarterback that won a national title. He said, that's just not who I am. Okay. I remember when he announced that he was coming back, and it didn't feel like everybody was all in on Stetson Bennett coming back. You know, he wasn't a big recruit, a walk-on, and what he's done, I mean, he, he's firmly cemented himself as one of the great college quarterbacks of all time. He is George's Tebow. He is. Now, you don't look at his stats. People, you know, we got caught up in stats, and, and I understand that because – you know, the proliferation of throwing the football and how many touchdown passes, you know, compared to interceptions. But everybody's throwing, completing 68% of their passes. And, you know, everybody's got uh, unbelievable touchdown numbers there. It didn't used to be that way. But you're watching Stetson Bennett do what you want a college quarterback to do. Seemed unflappable. He made the big play when you needed a big play. And I know that we love to go... Well, is he going to be any good in the NFL? I don't know. I just love what I saw. The last two years, he did everything that you want a great college quarterback to do. I don't know if he's going to be a good pro quarterback. There was a feeling when I was watching him last night, and I was texting back and forth with an NFL scout. I said, he's got a little Drew Brees in him. Like He's very confident and, and maybe more confident than he should be but that's part of the, the charm of what he does. You know? 
he you look at the talent around him, but also to utilize the talent around him. And I also think that Kirby Smart did a great job in sort of opening his eyes to the offensive side of the ball the last couple of years because he's a you know defensive-minded guy. That offense, that was explosive. Uh, certainly with the uh, receivers, the tight ends, and Stetson Bennett had an unbelievable game. And, you you know, keep in mind, they go back-to-back. They had 15 players go to the NFL off last year's team. <laughs> 15. Another 15 this year. <laughs> yes. Then you go undefeated. Now you're going to have players going to the NFL as well. But I like David Pollock of the mothership sitting on the set with uh, Nick Saban and going, hey, Georgia, Georgia's the dominant team. They're, they're, they're the, this is where college football is. And he's right. Can't argue with that. And Nick Saban couldn't argue because it's true. Yeah, Paul. Why do you think Nick Saban, every year that he's not in the national title game, shows up and sits in for the entire college game day pregame show every year? What do you think his purpose or thought process is for doing that? I think it's just a reminder. If I'm not in the game, I'm at the game, and I'm still the face of college football. Just felt like, ah, I'm going to show up. Got my Affleck suit on, and I'm going to sit there. You know, Dion's <laughs> there, and... I, I don't know. It makes him, I think, feel more relevant, uh, younger, hipper, uh, if if you're recruiting. Uh, so I don't know. Unless he just enjoys it, and I think he's really good at it. You know, he's got a, a, a dry sense of humor, but I think he's really good at it. Yes, he... It's like David Pollock saying Georgia, the last couple of years, have really grabbed a hold of college football is... Kind of a useless statement. It's like, yeah, of course, they just won the national championship back-to-back. Of course, they've grabbed hold of college football the last two years. Yep. What makes it a story is Nick Saban sitting right next to him. <laughs> you can't say that in front of the GOAT. Yeah, What's you, wrong with you, yes, dude? Yes, you can. You know what I mean? But no, my point is, like, that's why Nick Saban's there. Because I'm the man. I don't care that I'm not in that game. I'm still the guy. Oh. I'm still the guy. In case you're wondering, and I know you are, DraftKings odds to win the national title Next season. I'm going to guess Georgia. Yes, you would be correct. Bennett's, who is second? DraftKings odds win the national title. Todd. Buckeyes. Third. Marvin. USC. Fifth. It must be Alabama. Yes, it's Alabama. (laughs) Yeah. It's Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, because Jim Harbaugh is going to be enthusiastically coaching them. Uh, then it's USC Clemson and LSU. Where's TCU? Oops. Oh. Yeah. We got some nice parting gifts for you. Mm, that's unfortunate. Uh, but, uh, yeah, based off last night. See, once we get to the uh, 12-team playoff, this way you get a better chance. Like if you're Alabama, uh, you know, some of these other uh, schools that felt like USC – now the fourth spot doesn't matter. Now your first-round matchup or the potential second-round matchup, but next year is the last year we have four teams. Then we go to 12. Now the likelihood of having a blowout like that in the national title game is going to, you know, the odds will great, be greatly reduced there because it feels like then a quality team is going to win a couple of times. But TCU beat Michigan, and, and I thought – Boy, it's tough to out-physical Michigan, and they did that. But last night, you saw a big difference there between what is physical to Georgia and what's physical to TCU. It almost felt like TCU was finesse and Georgia was just physical. Yeah, Paul. And I think next year, like you said, that four spot, it's like if Tulane ran the table next year. Tulane's schedule, I'm sure, isn't the toughest schedule on earth. They had a great year. They, they put themselves on the map, Tulane football, this year. Mm-hmm. But if they go 12-0 and in the regular season and they're sitting there and there's a one-loss Ohio State team sitting there, people are going to refer back to the national title game. And it won't be fair to Tulane because they're a separate, separate team. Notre Dame is still paying the price for getting blown out national title game against Alabama. How many years ago was that? Like, doesn't that feel like that was... Uh, 2012? Yeah, almost a decade. Yeah, a decade ago. And it still feels like and I think this is part of the reason why Brian Kelly left Notre Dame is he knew there's only so far I can get. LSU, I can get a whole lot more talent than I can at Notre Dame. And I, I do believe that played a part. I think, I think Jim Harbaugh is looking at Michigan and going, I got you here. I don't know if I can get there. 
I don't know if we're going to be better than Georgia or Alabama or even LSU as far as talent goes. And maybe that's why he is looking at the NFL. More on that coming up. We'll talk to uh, Tom Pelissero, the NFL Network, on what is Jim Harbaugh doing? Because for somebody who wants to and expected to go back, now he's doing a Zoom interview with the Broncos? Is he pursuing or is he being pursued? Because I'm not quite sure. If you call Carolina and you want to talk to the owner, that was the report, then you have... Denver, where I thought Sean Payton, that they were already, you know, getting close to negotiating for Sean Payton to go there. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury out in Arizona. No surprise. That happened uh, right after the show ended. But uh, no surprise there. What a mess. You know, you extend Kyler Murray, which I would have, you know, drawn a line in the sand and say, nope, let me see one more year here. And then you extend the GM and extend the coach, and they had no business doing that for either one of them. But now everybody's attached to Kyler Murray. I don't want to be attached to Kyler Murray. But, you know, Cliff Kingsbury is going to get paid, but uh, never should have been a head coach. Not in the NFL. Yeah, Paul. Remember that day we walked in and Cliff Kingsbury went from Texas Tech getting booted, and he somehow gets a really nice gig, USC offensive coordinator. That's a nice gig. Yeah. You know, to get back into college ranks. And then they're like, all of a sudden, he's the head coach of the Cardinals. I was like, wait, did they even print up business cards at USC for him? <laughs> you know, if they did, it was like, hey, I got some business. Wait, where are you going? Uh, Arizona. Got a job there. He looks like a coach who would play a coach in a movie. Oh, like if The Rock made a football movie, he's the opposing coach. He could be. The, the elitist visor wearing yeah. coach. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. We'll get phone calls coming up. we got a poll question. we got a lot of things to get to today, a lot to talk about. Uh, make sure you visit LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Get an exclusive discount for my listeners. You can kick off the new year rescuing those uh, cherished memories that uh, haven't been watched or enjoyed in years. We've all been down that road where you have stuff piled up, pictures, uh, camcord videos, VHS, all of that stuff. Legacy Box will take care of all of that. LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. LifeLock is here to help you. As we start 2023, experts are highlighting new identity theft threats to watch out for. And some of the tactics include, uh, you know, they're getting items. They're, they're scamming target-specific ethnic groups and uh, those with limited English proficiency Payment app scams. There's so many of these. And it feels like every time I talk to you about LifeLock, it's a new one that comes up. LifeLock by Norton is here to help you understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And LifeLock will detect and alert you to potential identity threats that you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name. If you're a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Protect what is yours with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts right here. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Use the promo code PATRICK. So it's 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Promo code PATRICK for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens... You need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash. That can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. 
witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This award-nominated program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Intelligence Runs in the Family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. We'll come up with a poll question. What is the poll question for Hour 1, Seton? Uh, Well, Dan, we could go with who had a better season, Michigan or TCU? Hmm. I would say... Michigan did. Michigan beat Ohio State again. Yep. They got to the final four. TCU, okay, so Duggan's uh, Heisman Trophy finalist. You put that program on the map nationally, although got embarrassed last night. I'd say Michigan. I'd say Michigan. Anybody think TCU had a better year than uh, Michigan did? Yeah, Paul. I would say just because Michigan did this last year and they got in the playoffs, they beat Ohio State. It's mm-hmm. nice that two years in a row, it's really impressive. But TCU went from where are they? Are they in Waco? Are they in Fort Worth? Which, where, where they're they in look? Texas. Yeah, they're definitely yeah, they're in Texas. And Sonny Dykes, who's been a, a lifer, yeah. is on the map. Max Dugan has college legendary. Duggan. Yeah. Duggan. Yeah. Mox Duggan. Mox. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tom Pelissero, kind enough to join us on loan from uh, NFL Network. And uh, where do you want to start? What team do you want to start with? <laughs> I feel like this has been uh, TV right now is me trying to remember 27 different names in every hit and remember who's interviewing with who, what the schedule is on everything. It's a, it's a fun time of year. and This process is going to be uh, longer than any we've seen just because of how they've kind of legislated it with some of the updates to the Rooney rule and the way that they want these things now. Uh, to flow. I, I think that one of the interesting ones is is in Denver right now. Jim Harbaugh interviewed yesterday virtually for over two hours with the Broncos. The Broncos, uh, you know, their search committee, by the way, is really interesting because it's Greg Penner, who's now the the basically the head of the Broncos, but also Condoleezza Rice is in on the interviews. Of course, some of the football people are, are in on it as well. Um, but Harbaugh, after putting out that statement last week, saying uh, he expects to enthusiastically be coaching Michigan in 2023, continues to explore his options. He's one of the top candidates there. So is Sean Payton, who is obviously the, the issue of working out compensation with the Saints. They can't interview Sean until, I believe, it's a week from today. Uh, and then, of course, they're, they've also put out slips for guys like D'Amico Ryans and Raheem Morris, who are going to be, and Dan Quinn, who are going to be top candidates elsewhere. You know, somebody's got to come in with a plan not just to fix Russell Wilson, but really a path forward for that organization. And since 
you know, we're talking about Walmart money here. Uh, there will be no cost spared in procuring the right head coach. They're going to be very aggressive with this. I'm trying to understand what Harbaugh is doing. It, it was reported that he was seeking out a meeting with Carolina and David Tepper. I, did he do the same to Denver or did Denver reach out to Jim Harbaugh? No, Jim Harbaugh was very much on the, the Broncos' radar. So he coached, before he was with the 49ers, he was at Stanford. Condoleezza Rice has deep ties to Stanford. Greg Penner got his MBA there. So they know a lot of the same people in the same circles. And so as they were coming in and evaluating what to do, really since the sale closed back in August, that was always a name uh, that was going to be on their radar. So this is very much driven by the Broncos' new ownership group. They're the ones who are going to be making this decision. They obviously showed in firing Nathaniel Hackett with two games left in his first season that they are not afraid to move swiftly uh, on these things. And so the, the plan was always to swing big. And that's where Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, uh, unless everything falls through, I'd be surprised if one of those three is, does not end up ultimately being the Broncos head coach. But if Harbaugh plans on being at Michigan, why doesn't he just say to Denver, thank you, but I don't have any interest? There's one thing Jim Harbaugh has not done in his, um, you know, illustrious NFL career, both, you know, as a player who started a lot of games for different teams. And then uh, as a coach, you know, he took the 49ers, the three NFC title games and one Super Bowl, lost to his brother in that Super Bowl. You know, he's 59 years old. The Super Bowl is something that he's always chased. He likes the idea of it. I think he also can't overlook the dynamics at Michigan. You know, he's now in, I believe it's his eighth year there. Back coming off the COVID season, they gave him a deep pay cut. Um, he was, uh, I don't know exactly where he stacked up, but he was not one of the higher paid coaches in power five, uh, got a raise after last year when he made a run. And then now, you know, Michigan could step up and give him the type of lifetime sort of contract that keeps him in Ann Arbor forever. To this point, they've not finalized anything along that front. And I'm not saying that's what's driving him, uh, is the financial aspect of this, but you know, he would like a commitment and there is an allure to the NFL. Um, you know, I'm sure some people, I see them in my Twitter mentions, complain that this is all leverage. And, you know, the same people also are, are stressed out because what's he doing to his recruiting class and everything else? Jim Arbaugh is a unique individual. He's an unbelievably successful football coach. And so as long as Jim Harbaugh is willing to entertain the NFL, the NFL will always entertain Jim Harbaugh. How surprised were you what Arizona did yesterday? Not surprised because Michael Bidwill, the owner, had been uh, moving like a guy who was going to run a coaching search. He had been doing homework on candidates. He had been talking to various people about how he would set up a search process. Because remember, his sounding board for the past decade or so has been Steve Kime, the general manager who took a leave of absence a month or so ago. And then now it was announced formally, which was always the expectation that he will not return to the team. So that was his football liaison. Uh, Bidwell needs help to run this process. So he was seeking that out. That made pretty clear that Cliff Kingsbury's days in all likelihood were numbered here. Um, Cliff will be just fine. He just signed that extension back in, I want to say it was around March uh, through 2027. <laughs> so he'll make plenty of money to leave. And now um, Michael Bidwell has to hire a new GM. He wants to do that first and have that person um, lead the charge for the new head coach. What about the Colts? Don't count out Jeff Saturday. That is the one thing. For all the uncertainty about what direction this goes and the full plan with the Colts is to cast a wide net. They're going to talk to a lot of people. They put out, I believe, four interview requests yesterday for, see if I can do this, Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn from the Lions, Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon. I think that's the right, I think that's the right list. I might have messed one up. Anyway, they put out a few of them, uh, but they're going to take their time. They're going to continue to do interviews here. But Jim Irsay is a big fan of Jeff Saturday. He believes in him. Despite a one and seven record as the interim coach, seven consecutive losses. Wow. You've seen Jeff Saturday certainly deflecting the blame for less of, for lack of a better term and talking about how he would do things differently and he believes in different things. We don't know what those things are because he has no track record to lean on. But basically he said, Hey, I can't fix everything at this time, so give me the opportunity. That would start with the offense. He'd need to hire a strong offensive coordinator. Jim Harbaugh is a big fan of his. He likes him a lot. He wants him to have a fair shake. So until told otherwise, consider Jeff Saturday a serious candidate in Indianapolis. Do we have updates on Tua and Lamar this weekend? Tua will know a lot more tomorrow if he's able to do anything on the field. If he's not, because he still has multiple steps left in the concussion protocol, then that would mean he's not going to be able to go this weekend. Uh, and his backup quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, remember, dislocated his pinky 
in week 17. He can throw the ball. I've been told that's why he was able to dress this past weekend as the backup quarterback. But obviously they didn't feel comfortable enough with him going out there. That's why they started Skylar Thompson. So it's not just Tua. It's also can Teddy do enough through the course of this week. The Bills right now have to prepare for, I guess, three different quarterbacks. But again, if Tua doesn't get out there on the field tomorrow, there won't be enough time for him to progress. And quite frankly, just in talking to various people, I'd be surprised. It's not impossible, but I'd be surprised if we see Tua. And then in terms of Lamar Jackson, it's really in the same place that it's been for the past several weeks here. When he initially got hurt, the hope was he'd be back in probably two to three weeks uh, from that PCL injury. It's now been five weeks going on six. We've not seen him practice. He's missed 15 consecutive practices, five games. We have not heard from Lamar. Um, You know, obviously you never want to, you know, cast doubt on how injured anyone is. I would just say it's a surprise that he's been out as long as he has. And so, you know, the answer is, while Lamar has told people that he believes he can play, and while there's optimism from the Ravens, they truly don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback this week. And then also there's questions about Snoop Huntley because he couldn't play last week and he ended up with a a rookie undrafted player in Anthony Brown having to start a, a really important game that by virtue of the Ravens losing, it means that this game this weekend is back in Cincinnati. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider, uh, got an update on DeMar Hamlin. I know that uh, he's back now in Buffalo, leaving uh, the Cincinnati Hospital. He's back. He's at uh, Buffalo General Hospital now, uh, continuing his rehab. I mean, unbelievable, Dan. If you go back a week ago, I don't think any of us, as we're watching, listen, I've, I've covered the NFL for 20 years. That was probably the most terrifying thing I've seen in 20 years, you know, just in, in the past decade or so, if you want to talk about the, the scariest looking injuries, it was Ryan Shazier breaking his neck. It was Tua suffering that concussion back in week four. And then it was DeMar Hamlin collapsing and going into cardiac arrest. All three of those events, by the way, happened in Cincinnati, which is strange. They all ended up in the same hospital. Um, just a bizarre mm. coincidence there. Um, but, you know, the fact that you could go from that and, you know, the NFL stops for nothing. It stopped last Monday night for DeMar Hamlin. Uh, that shows you how significant this was. And so the fact that he's progressed to now he's walking around, he did a lap around the hospital, he's doing physical therapy, he's FaceTiming with his teammates, he was able to travel back to Buffalo. He's still got a lot of steps left. I mean, this is something that the doctors at, uh, at the University of Cincinnati Health Center said it was going to be measured in weeks and months. It's not like, you know, three days from now he'll be, you know, doing normal things. But he has progressed better than anybody could have expected here. And um, I think that we're all thankful for that just as, as fans of fans of football and um, human beings who witnessed something really horrible that it certainly seems like is going to end up with the best possible outcome. Sean McVay is sort of taking inventory of the TV world here. Um, is there an... Sean McVay is... He's, he's taking, taking stock of a lot of things. If you watched that press conference yesterday, Dan, I mean, he... He sounds to me, and I don't want to play amateur psychologist here, but just in listening to his words, he sounds like a guy who knows he's burned out, knows that he needs a break, and is struggling to cope with what that means for his life and if he's doing the right thing. Because once you walk out the door, even though the Rams would certainly hold that door open from him, you're in a different place in your life. I mean, I would compare it to, you know, for me, if after 20 years of covering the league and doing news every day, suddenly I just went, you know what? I'm burned out. I, I feel burned out all the time. I just keep going because what else am I going to do with my life? If suddenly you just shut that down and you don't have that constant 24-7 perpetual thing that keeps you going or, or you, you know, leaving sports center. Like, I can't imagine that was a an easy thing to do when you, something that so deeply defines you and that you put all your life's work into. And now you're saying, I don't know that I want to do it. Right now, it just seems like he's really grappling with that. He also said he's not done coaching. So, you know, is that a Sean Payton, Bruce Arian style break here where he takes a year away and then he comes back? If so, do the Rams even run a coaching search or do they name, let's say, Raheem Morris as the interim coach and then say, if you want to come back in 2024, you can? You know, all those options I think are are, are possibly on the table here just because Sean's one of the most talented football coaches we've ever seen. But he's got a lot that he's got to figure out here. I know he said he doesn't want to drag it out. 
the coaches got the indication yesterday would probably be by the end of this week. We'll see whether or not he's willing to, or ready to make a decision mm-hmm. at that point. But this is not something we see very often here, 36 years old, you know, at the top of his game less than a year ago winning the Super Bowl and now talking very openly and candidly about he, he might need a breather here. Do the Bears have their quarterback considering they have the number one overall pick? It's a great question, and it's something that they have to evaluate. There's a lot of things that they like um, that they've seen out of Justin Fields. And, and to be fair to Justin Fields, it's not like he was throwing to a top receiver group this year. You know, they did make the trade for Chase Claypool. He got hurt almost immediately, and it's really hard to integrate receivers midstream. And other than that, you know, n- nothing against the other guys he's throwing to. But, you know, Darnell Mooney's a really good, solid player, but is he a, a true one who's going to carry that team? Equinemius St. Brown has fought his way for everything he can run. But, you know, is he a really true number two? They've got to upgrade that. they got over $100 million in cap space. They're going to put weapons around him. Uh, there's enough to build with there, but it does bring them to an interesting uh, crossroads here. You know, it's kind of like what we were talking about last year when Howie Roseman made the trade with New Orleans and picked up an extra first-round pick in this year's draft. At the time it was, well, if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, then he's got two first-round picks. He potentially could move up. You could draft a quarterback high. Now, Jalen Hurts has put himself in the MVP conversation, and so it would be a big surprise if the Eagles do not ultimately commit to him uh, as their long-term quarterback. But, you know, the Bears have to sort that out. Do they feel like there's a generational talent, whether it's Bryce Young or Will Levis or somebody else? I'm sure they're going to go through all those evaluations. I've heard nothing to indicate that they're going to move on at this point from Justin Fields. And if they're not, that also puts Ryan Poles in a power position here because this is not – the 2022 draft where nobody was taking a quarterback number one, nobody was taking a quarterback in the top 10. You've got multiple quarterbacks in this draft who people potentially can convince themselves are worthy of the number one pick. And so polls already has amassed draft picks from some of the trades they made. They've got all this cap space and he may be able to turn that number one pick into a lot going into the future here as well. Always great stuff, Tom. Thank you.Anks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Dan. And that's Tom Pelissero, NFL network insider. Yeah, I get the feeling the Bears take an inventory here going, what could we get for Justin Fields? I mean, I think I think you have to play the hypothetical game. Like, okay, we've never had the first pick and in the modern era, and now we have an opportunity to get Bryce Young, who is more of a true quarterback than Justin Fields. Justin Fields is just a great athlete playing quarterback. I, I don't know what... Teams think, do they look at Justin Fields and say, he's just uh, like Randall Cunningham. Now he just He's dangerous, but can he beat you from the pocket? I, I don't know that. But you're going to have to pay him in a year and a half, and here he is you know, rushing for 1,000 yards. So there's value there. What could you get for him if you were going to take Bryce Young? Or if you trade that number one pick, what are you going to get And if I'm the Bears, I have to be exploring that. As much as I love what Justin Fields has done, and he's made magic. Because if you watch the Bears, that's a bad team. Didn't think they had any skill. You know, their skill position uh, players were inferior to, you know, the really good teams. And uh, offensive line, I mean, he, he made something out of nothing there. But I would have to look at this and go, is Bryce Young too good to pass up? Or... If I, can, if I can trade Justin Fields or I can trade that pick, you want to get that rookie contract. You already have all this cap space. Now if you bring in a, a, you know, a rookie quarterback, now I got that. Now I got money. Now you have to make smart decisions. But that might be the way to go if I thought that if Bryce Young is the guy and I can't pass up, and what can I get for Justin Fields? I don't know what his value would be on the open market. Are you going to get at least a first-round pick for Justin Fields? Well, if that's the case and I can't pass this guy up, it feels like a win-win for me. And I get that rookie contract. And I got $100 million in cap space. Yeah, Paul? Like a team like Carolina is in the nine spot. They need a quarterback, but they may be shut out of the top three guys. If you're Carolina, would you rather have the ninth pick of the draft or trade it for Justin Fields? Just a hypothetical. It's, it's, it's worth exploring. they got months to listen. Knowing the Bears, though, they'll both trade Justin Fields and trade down with the number one pick, and then not up with nothing. They'll do both. They won't, do, I, they won't pick one of the two. Stockpiling. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Let's take a break. we got our play of the day up next and your phone calls. We'll update our poll results as well. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Bowers as the lead blocker in that split backfield. Bennett's going to take it and stroll into the end zone. Touchdown. Student body left. Snap into my athletic quarterback. Get a couple of lead blockers out. TCU acts like they've never seen that play before in their life as nobody was there. Ran for two, threw for four, equaling the record Joe Burrow set in 2020 for the most total touchdowns in a title game. That's Learfield Sports. That's our play of the day, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code PATRICK for a special offer when you sign up. That's code PATRICK only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am looking at Georgia's schedule for next year. It's brutal. 
Well, somehow they're going to have to survive UT Martin, the Skyhawks. Then uh, they play Ball State. Then they play South Carolina. (laughs) Then they play UAB. All of those games will be at home. They finally will leave the state at Auburn uh, at the end of September. Then they've got Kentucky at home, at Vandy. Then they're off, because after you play Vandy, you need a week off. Then they've got Florida. They got Missouri, Ole Miss, at Tennessee, at Georgia Tech. Not exactly murderer's row there. Yeah, Paul. Most teams play one solid out-of-conference schedule game in the month of September. Mm-hmm. You usually bookend it with, like, cupcake, good game, cupcake, or vice versa. Like, remember Ohio State-Texas played a couple times? National TV to open the season. Yeah. Or Alabama's played Michigan to open the season. Georgia's not doing that. Mm-mm. They'll they'll take the criticism as long as they're in the final. Four. Yeah. Couple of phone calls. Well, what are we doing? I mean, come on. What? Come on. He's right. This what? is that schedule is ridiculous. I know. Shouldn't shouldn't there be an approval process here, where you have to submit your schedule <laughs> to to a higher body? As somebody who's, you know, the authorities are going to look at that and go, uh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. I can see that. Oh, you got to be kidding me with this schedule. Yeah, Paul. Maybe Georgia did that. They sent it into the approval, and they said, first game, we're playing UT, Martin Skyhawks. <laughs> UT, Martin Skyhawks. <laughs> Just leave out the hyphen. Leave out the hyphen. They won't know. Ball State. Well, it's State. It's a whole, there's no ball. There's yeah. no state there's, name There's ball. no ball State. That state school, it's got four letters to start. Yeah. It's like, oh, Penn State? Yeah. We're playing Alabama, Birmingham. <laughs> At, we're facing Alabama, Birmingham. Yeah. Yes, Tom. So how do other schools <laughs> leap their quality wins? Is that uh, how they, how you beat Georgia at this point, except for the, maybe the At-Tennessee game? Going to be tough for them to lose a game uh, this upcoming season. Uh, Jeremy in Alabama leads this off. Hi, Jeremy. What's on your mind? Uh, Dan, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh I'm not mad at all that Georgia won a national championship. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this. The only reason I watched all four quarters of that ball game last night is because I watched it on ESPN2 and watched the Pat McAfee field uh, pass. It was the greatest commentary <laughs> ever on in the history of college football. I will never watch Herb Street ever again because of Pat McAfee. And I want to throw this out. I want to make a bet with the Danettes because I, I threw something out on Twitter for them for their bet that they had against each other. Yeah, I think I got it in there a little late. But um, I want to throw uh, championship uh, weekend. Uh, I think that it's going to be you'll, – you'll see the Chiefs and the Eagles and then – that's, they got to make it. If they neither one of those make it, if only one of them make it, then I have to wear an Adam Schefter with no t-shirt, with no shirt on shirt for the entire week of the Super Bowl at my job, <laughs> hanging shutters. And if 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 they make it, if the if the Eagles and the and the Chiefs make it to the championship game, then the Danettes have to wear, or whoever takes this bet has to wear the same t-shirt the entire week at Super Bowl uh, okay. week. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm pulling. Is he saying the Adam Schefter shirtless chain around yeah, his neck a, like uh, Kirk Cousins thing? Yeah, it's not a T-shirt. I, I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. Jeremy, uh, Shefty didn't have – he just had a chain around his neck. See, I took it to mean we had to wear a T-shirt of Adam Schefter with no T-shirt on. Oh. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Jeremy? <laughs> Uh, Seat near ahead in the uh, most valuable Danette now. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. You have to do it with yes. you don't have a shirt on. Like, you know, you go Kurt Cousins here. Wear a T-shirt with the picture of Schefter with the gold cane. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you, Jeremy. No. you got to go without a shirt on and a chain for a week. Yeah, Paul. Plus, if I'm hanging shutters down south, I don't want to wear a shirt anyway. It's probably warm. Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. Welcome back. Good morning, Dan and Danette. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Hey, just real quick, um, what a blowout uh, last night, and, and that's an understatement, but uh, congrats to Allen Atlanta for his Bulldogs winning. Uh, one little stat there, their defense actually had more turnovers, three, 
then they allowed third down conversions by TCU only two. Um, but I did have to call in and self-report a lost bet to Pauly. We had a bet that if the uh, Panthers got the number one pick, he'd take a pie to the face. If the Bears got the number one pick, I would take the pie to the face. Now, Pauly likes double or nothings. So I'm going to ask for a double or nothing. Ooh. Okay? Okay. So here it is. All right. I will take two pies to the face if the Chicago Bears actually retain a number one pick, but I don't have to take a pie to the face if the Bears trade the number one pick. Paul, are you interested? I'm not, because I want the Bears to trade that pick. So I, I would take the side of the bet that the Bears do not use their number one pick or keep their number one picks. you got to use semantics here. They may trade some, They may take someone number one and then trade it to someone. Yeah, okay, sorry. well, I will. if he thinks they – I will take the opposite. I will take the double enough and they keep the number one pick and the player that they take. They won't trade out of it for some other team. Done. All right. All right. All right. Got a bet. Is Mario keeping track of all these bets that no, we have? Not at all. Yeah. Mario, write that down, okay? Wherever you are. One hour in the books, two more to go. Did we update the poll results? Who had a better season, Dan? Right now, 63% of the audience say TCU over Michigan. Okay. Are we being too tough on TCU today, Seton? I think so. I think we are. We'll make up for it the next two hours. One more item. We close out our one. Our good buddies from Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show, and the world for that matter. We invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards available in packs or at Panini's public auctions that are located on the site. You're going to find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. you got the official products of the NFL, UFC, NBA, FIFA World Cup, and collegiate sports. Collectors can share the cards at they have in the public gallery. Complete challenges, earn exclusive award cards, and build a wish list for the items that you love. NFT platform, unique, one-of-a-kind VIP experiences. Keep an eye out on that because select NFT holders have access to on-the-field experiences at NFL games, backstage at UFC, and more. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Oh, okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.